Welcome on into your Friday, January 21st edition of Montana at Noon. Reporting, I'm Chris Reyes. Why don't we get you started by taking a look at the Weather Command forecast for our area. For the rest of today, it's going to be breezy, partly cloudy late in the morning, then becoming mostly cloudy. Highs 35 to 40, northwest winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. For tonight, expect colder conditions. It's going to be mostly cloudy. Lows 20 to 25, southwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Saturday, it's going to be breezy, mostly cloudy. Highs around 40, west winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Saturday night, mostly cloudy. Lows around 25, west winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. On your Sunday, it's going to be mostly cloudy. Highs 40 to 45, west winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. And as we get your work week started, Sunday night and Monday, it's going to be colder. Mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of snow. Lows 25 to 30, highs around 35. Monday night, it's going to be colder. Mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of snow. Lows 10 to 15. Tuesday and Tuesday night's going to be partly cloudy, highs 30 to 35, lows 15 to 20, and Wednesday through Thursday it's going to be partly cloudy, highs 35 to 40, lows 15 to 20. As we get right to it here, why don't we take a look at local stories from our area. Numerous Hill County Department heads convened on a Wednesday morning for their monthly officials meeting where the hot-button issue was the lack of county-issued credit cards for departments. Officials, such as clerk and recorder Sue Armstrong, have brought up this issue on multiple occasions over the past several years, saying this places an unnecessary financial burden on employees who have to wait to be reimbursed for work-related purchases that can often surpass hundreds of dollars in cost. Commissioner Mark Peterson rebuffed the proposal, saying he will discuss it with his fellow commissioners, but that information he has received makes him believe it is a bad idea. Health Director Kim Berg said a majority of counties have department credit cards, adding that the state health department has told her it is not feasible for her to put her work purchases on her own credit card. She said is it important for the commission to trust employees and urge them to solicit input from them. As we continue on here, the Federal Emergency Management Agency is expected to produce new flood insurance rate maps for the entire Milk River watershed in the coming years. Community leaders along the High Line are working to ensure their levy protection systems will remain in compliance with updated standards. For the city of Chinook, this means that their West Levy, which stretches southeast from the airport down to 10th Street and Stockyard Road, will likely need some substantial upgrades. Sean Higley of WWC Engineering is the floodplain administrator for Blaine County and Chinook and says a study of the levy is ongoing. We need to determine what condition that levy is in, get FEMA involved, get the U.S. Army Corps involved, and see if we can bring that levy up to the current standard. The study was funded through a grant procured from Bear Paul Development and will determine potential encroachments to the levy. We can start, you know, communications with local landowners that their property is impacted by the levy. That's actually part of the levy. We can start communications with MDT. We can open up communications, which we already have with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. For more information, visit floodplain.mt.gov milk. Moving on now, this next story coming to you from Haver. 145 people packed into the Duck and Olympic Room on a Wednesday afternoon for the 112th Haver Annual Chamber of Commerce Meeting and Luncheon, the first since 2020. Randy Hafer, CEO of High Plains Architects, provided the keynote speech. He detailed his initial thoughts on the city of Haver and discussed the process of creating a downtown master plan, which will provide a blueprint for revitalizing Haver. One of our goals as 
is not to just hand you a plan that you can quickly put on a shelf and watch it collect dust, but put a, come up with a plan that's implementable and will have some projects that we think can be implemented very quickly. Hafer said that there are numerous buildings in Haver that have enormous potential. The fabric that already exists in terms of the existing buildings, it's not like, wow, the only way to make this work is tear everything down and start over. You've got it. We just need to show you how to fix it up and we'll help you do that. Hafer said another potential issue that will be addressed in the master plan is making the city more friendly for pedestrians. One more local story for you. The Hill County Commission convened on Thursday morning for their weekly business meeting and approved a subdivision and amended plat of a subdivision from Harmon Properties. The first approval was to create a six-acre subdivision near Big Equipment that will be the site of a 20,000-square-feet FedEx facility. Harmon says the facility will allow for better mail service on the High Line and says the center is expected to be built out in June. The second approval was for an amended plat of subdivision as Harmon Properties is gifting 42 acres of land located east and south of Shine Electric. The plan is for an equine center to be built for the college rodeo team. The space will also be used to hold some classes. Northern Chancellor Greg Kegel said this project could take some time in fundraising, but the lot will be available for students to ride horses on in the near future. We turn our attention to state news now, this one taking place in the southern portion of the state. The Billings Gazette reports that a man has been arrested by U.S. Marshals near Billings after a pursuit and ensuing standoff. Robert George Medina, 38, was arrested on Wednesday after barricading himself in a shed between Billings and Laurel. He was wanted on felony drug charges and allegedly engaged in a pursuit on Wednesday, refusing to stop his vehicle in Laurel. Medina eventually reached on a dead end and hid in the shed for hours. A task force and SWAT team, as well as numerous other law enforcement agencies, tried negotiating with him to surrender. Medina eventually did surrender and nobody was harmed. Investigators say they found several firearms when they searched the pickup Medina had been driving. Continuing on, the Lake County Sheriff's Office has released the identities of two people killed in a murder-suicide early Wednesday morning near Big Arm. The body of 79-year-old Florence Brown and her dog were found by authorities at around 4.30 in the morning. Her son, 48-year-old Kirk Brown, had also been shot but was still showing signs of life. He died after being transported to a local hospital. The bodies have been taken to the state crime lab in Missoula for an autopsy. Turning our attention now to agricultural news, why don't we take a look at wheat prices from our areas. Starting here in Hill County, winter wheat $7.72, spring wheat $8.59, Blaine County, winter wheat $7.62, spring wheat $8.54, Liberty County, winter wheat $7.77, spring wheat $8.59. Shoto County, winter wheat $7.72. Spring wheat, $8.59. Phillips County, winter wheat, $7.57. Spring wheat, $8.49. As we turn our attention here, there are no funeral announcements from our area. So that'll do it for our Friday, January 21st edition of Montana at Noon. Remember, Seven days a week, we are your source of information along the High Line, KOJM, KPQX, along with HighlineToday.com. We hope you enjoy your weekend. Reporting for New Media Broadcasters, I'm Chris Reyes.